Welcome to the Indian Science Show. I'm Annie. And I'm Turtle. And this is a podcast where we bring different worldviews together into conversations about science in Indian country. Hey everyone, welcome back to where Turtle and I get to talk about what we got wrong. <laughs> yeah, and then we reflect on it. Or basically we just kind of BS. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Probably give us more things to have to correct in the future. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool. We're scientists. It's kind of... I would say that's a big part of science mm-hmm. is not being afraid to push the envelope, but when you when you are wrong, making dang sure that you actually right. fix it. Because sometimes it's not even your fault that you're wrong. That's right, and we come across that with some hypocrites. Hypocrites. <laughs> yeah, come to find out, he was not alive after Jesus. Yeah, so interesting stories come along from that. Mm-hmm. And so we do. We touch on three different episodes. And but by no means are we sold on the idea that we haven't made mistakes in other episodes. Right. <laughs> so if you have caught us slipping on episodes we didn't mention in this, mm-hmm. uh, send us an email or you can do a comment or whatever. Just uh, we're more than happy to be called out on our wrongness. Yes. And stay tuned because at the very end, we're going to talk about something new that we are working on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of a promo for a whole series of episodes coming up. Yes. And in this one, we just, we touch on an interview with Annie's mom and it was a minor, a minor mistake. And, but there's a bunch of them on the coffee (laughs) science and like usual, it was mostly me, (laughs) but I was, I was kind of close on some. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't close on mine. When I was wrong, I was wrong. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. It's usually how it works with me is I, I kind of, I'll, I'll remember a statistic and I'll quote it. But then I'll be off by like 40. Just a little bit. (laughs) I was off by like a millennia. So I don't think a thousand years. So I'm just like, "Mm, maybe not. And then we finish off by touching on two mistakes we made in ethnobotany. And that's it. So enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome to another episode of Correction Reflections. Again. Again. Another one. Yeah. And so... Again, like last time, most of them are from me. <laughs> I made a bunch of mistakes, especially on the coffee episode. But that's the beauty of science is not only do we want to correct ourselves, but we have to. We have to. Yeah. yeah. And But we're going to just keep it chronological. And because we're going chronological, we're going to start with Annie's mm-hmm. first. Yeah. So in the episode of my mom's... Um, interview she had stated that um gene forte didn't support little shell for the recognition which is a tribe that is trying to get recognized in the state of montana um so he did a- approve and he did vote for it but they are still technically in the process of being recognized hmm. So that's not a huge, you're not, you weren't like totally wrong on that, right? No, it's just that usually when a Republican tends to vote towards Native issues, it's generally, especially Montana, it's generally not of supporting it. Hmm. So, under the assumption, and so no, he actually, he actually did, so. Cool, well, GN Forte, <laughs> you're not such a bad guy after all, huh? <laughs> But I guess that's all perspective, really. All perspective. Well, yeah. Well, considering all the other stuff that he's done, I... I... <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see where that goes. So, and uh, I I've, I don't think we caught everything. So, 
if you do happen to catch us slipping, definitely let us know in a comment or a review or you can maybe come and throw a rock at us and say, hey, you got that wrong. Yeah, and I know we'd we'd appreciate it. If anybody catches us saying something that you don't really is like, hey, is that is that really right? You can Google it or something, and if we are wrong, then let us know and we'd be happy to fix it. And we'll do a whole nother episode. <laughs> uh, uh yeah, again. <laughs> so we're gonna jump quite a ways into the coffee episode. And like I said, I this is mostly me. And the very first thing that I got wrong was I said that coffee was traded it's like the 60th most traded resource in the world Mm -hmm. because there's this myth out there that it's the second most traded behind oil yeah but that's not true at all i and again this isn't completely wrong because it's definitely not the second but Mm -hmm. it's also not the 60th and depending on how you look at it it can be viewed as the 98th most traded or the 114th or the 301st (laughs) so and uh, what that comes down to is whether or not you're looking at roasted or green coffee mm-hmm. beans, or the the very end product, the actual coffee in the cup. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, it's very widely traded. It's a really hot commodity, but it's nothing like what... Other resources. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even as far as crops go, there's yeah. other crops like soy. It's traded way more mm-hmm. than coffee. Right. So it's not, <laughs> it's not such a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess a lot of people don't drink coffee. And then this is one I got way wrong. I said the per capita, the the Netherlands, mm-hmm. or as they would say in that country, Nederlands, Nederlands. <laughs> and so they're not number one. Apparently, they're actually fifth. Oh, wow. And what I think what happened was I was looking at old information. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that actually Finland is now the world leader in coffee consumption per capita. And they consume 12 kilograms per year per person. That's a lot. Oh, man, that is so (laughs) Yeah, that's that's Uh like 28 pounds of coffee. (laughs) That's That's so much coffee. (laughs) Yeah, and it makes sense, though. I mean, it's it's cold there. It's kind of off the beaten track. So a lot of people sitting around sharing coffee. Makes Uh, sense um, to me. So that's funny because I was watching this. I'm gonna go a little bit off topic. I was watching this YouTube channel where they were talking about weird. Uh, they talk about weird drinks from time to time, and one of them is coffee and cheese. Hmm. It's coffee mixed with like little cubes of cheese, and it's in Scandinavia. Oh yeah, yeah. The Scandinavian countries are the leaders. So the second mm-hmm. one is Norway, and the third is Iceland. <laughs> the fourth is Denmark, <laughs> and the fifth is Netherlands. Netherlands or. Uh, the place where they speak Dutch, among other languages. <laughs> and then Sweden is sixth, and uh, Switzerland, and then Belgium. And, and the United States ain't even on the top ten list. But <laughs> it's interesting because we got such a huge population. We, we, we consume yeah. more than... That, is, that part was true. Do we, we drink do. more soda than... Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. In coffee? I know that... Or I don't know. That would be interesting to look into that. I have no idea. Hmm, next episode. Yeah. <laughs> We can reflect on that next time. The The next thing I got wrong was I, I attributed this quote to Mark Twain. And it, the quote is about lies. And I and this is funny. I've been quoting this guy for years. And it turns out he didn't even say that. Mark Twain. <laughs> or he did, but he wasn't the original person mm-hmm. that said it. He just popularized it. Mm-hmm. So I guess, he did say it at some point. Right. But he's not the 
the guy. Yeah, he's not. It's not legit to say he came up with that quote. But the quote goes that there are three kinds of lies in the world. There are lies, damned lies, and then statistics. Mm. And so, I would. I mean, he agreed with that and he said it, but he's not the guy that originally said it. So, I got that wrong. And there's plenty of other stuff. I got the next one wrong. Yeah, the next one's on Annie. Was me. Um, so I said that workers, I think mainly talking about indigenous farmers, would make around a dollar a day in Chiapas. Um, and I'm actually not sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is kind of those iffy parts of like when you talk to people who are from the region and you have conversations and you may be talking about something completely different, but like for some reason it sticks in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that was what happened with me when I was talking with some, um, I don't know what they have, some agroecology farmers from that region. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, my bad. If we don't know, I think I've saw like maybe like a dollar eighty five for like trade or something. I tried to look into it. I couldn't really find anything, but I'm going to continue to look. But if you guys have any idea, let me know, because I'm, I'm very curious to kind of see per capita. Like, yeah. and how much are they making from like... Um, Growing it to getting to wherever they're going to do it and sending, like, how much do they actually make? Yeah. That's what I want to know. I have no idea. So if anybody out there listening does know how much these, what are they, just farm workers? Like the kind of yeah, peasants? Yeah, like the small crop farmers. Yeah. Just the small town farmers that... And I know we do have some listeners in Mexico. So if anybody, if you know. yeah, if anybody out there knows, let us know because we're definitely curious. And then somewhere in the same episode, the coffee episode, I, I talked about margarine and I was saying, we've known it's bad for 60 years and the government still hasn't really caught up to that. But I was wrong. It turns out that margarine ain't so bad after all. And the reason it was considered bad in the first place is because it had a lot of transitive fat. Mm. But now it's kind of a false argument because modern, um, modern margarine doesn't have trans fat. Do they have cis fat? Is that was that the good kind? Trans versus cis fat? Because like trans, all of the molecules are on one side versus cis when they're opposite, which mm. I think is why I'm not sure good or bad. I didn't find any for information on that. I know mm-hmm. that. So what I did find is that the older stick margarine mm-hmm. that was the bad stuff because it had trans fat, but now it's. The new margarines are they're low in saturated fat and high in unsaturated fats, and they're completely free of trans fats now. So, really, it's similar to butter. You just don't want to be eating sticks of it at a time, and you'll probably be fine. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I think you see all those like southern recipes that require like a stick of butter. Mm, and yeah, it's like oh man, that's so much butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. It's delicious, and it can be a superfood. But I think any food really, you mm-hmm. just don't want to eat too much of it. And, uh, yeah, so all those margarine fans out there. I don't know anybody that likes margarine more than butter. Yeah. Uh, maybe because it spreads easier. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's usually why I like, kind of like those softer ones. But if you leave your butter out covered, mm-hmm. so it's room temperature at all times, then. Yeah. I know that okay. warm butter is always better. Mm-hmm. And I recently stopped eating butter. More, more, uh, uh, just to experiment with my body. I'm trying to cut out every potential, like, allergen out of my diet. 
mm-hmm. and go completely sterile of allergens or what is it called? Histamines. histamines. Things with histamines in them, like eggs and nuts mm-hmm. and other things. And they're healthy and there's lots of benefits to eating them, but I, no, I'm just always fucking around with my diet, <laughs> dinking, with, dinking around with to see what works and what doesn't and what does what and what doesn't do what. And, I mean, that's good though. It's always yeah. good to your own scientist on your body Hmm, i agree i think that's when when i really got into actually not dieting but actually living a healthy lifestyle Mm -hmm. is when i started looking at my body as like an experiment station or like a lab and i'm the i'm the ceo i'm the scientist i'm the peer review committee Mm -hmm. i'm the whole thing and so Eventually, though, it takes us a lot of discipline because food is really difficult to actually pin down what's doing what because you're eating so many different things. uh, It stays in your system for a long time. I think I'm more used to kind of being the scientist when it comes to like my skin because I have like really sensitive skin that reacts to like anything really fast. Like Mm -hmm. it's just not good. And uh, so I'll do that. Like I'll try new things and I've been trying to really do all natural products which I'm coming to find out my body reacts to a lot more than kind of the artificial ones. So it's been hmm. interesting to see. Yeah. I've tried like four natural deodorants because like it's just haven't found the one. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I'm curious what if there's maybe a common factor like yeah. certain a certain ingredient that most natural quote unquote natural mm-hmm. products use that synthetic yeah. products don't. Yeah, exactly. And so like, yeah, so I'm I'm trying multiple kinds at this point. Hmm. At like a month at a time to see which one. I found one that I thought I really liked and then halfway through the month I was like, "Oh, no. Hmm. I had to stop using it." That's really tough too because maybe it was just you got a little bit of extra stress that week. Maybe. Or So I I did keep it. It's so, so tough to yeah. like really pinpoint those things. Yeah, so I still have them and like so I've been really trying to do as trying maybe getting better about zero waste products that I use. Still not as where I want to be, but so they're all like um like jar deodorants and so you can reuse them. Mm. Make them into I like that else. Toms, that's the one I use for deodorant. Yeah, I used that one. Um and then there was this there was a few other ones that you can get at like, uh, oh my gosh, Wegmans. Hmm. They're little. Wegmans have, has everything. They have everything. Yeah. <laughs> I found like some really surprising it. things yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my, uh, my roommate and I went to the Asian market the other day yeah. and I, uh, it was fascinating. They have so many things in there that I would never consider. They had Asian frogs. Market. They had frogs? Yeah. They had oh, like, no. they don't even know if they're frogs. They, they were yeah. huge. They might've been toads. I'm not sure. Are they like frozen or were they alive? No, they were alive. Oh, wow. And I felt really bad for them because one was like half dead. Yeah. Like on its side, just barely, ha- its eyes are just barely open. Oh. And I'm thinking, holy shit, if there's a whole industry with this. Like how mm-hmm. much, because I got no problem with killing and eating animals, but how you do it is really important. And so I wonder like, man, there's a whole industry built around this Asian market in the United States. How mm-hmm. much suffering are these animals going mm-hmm. through because people wow. want to eat something that maybe they're used to yeah it's like their cultural yeah i don't know that's that that's really interesting yeah frogs they had mm. frogs in there they had eels they had 
they had all sorts of interesting stuff and they had uh, crawdads and that was another one mm-hmm. like half of those crawdads were dead and so i was wondering like man i wonder if this is even even sanitary right so i, I was like hmm, they're dead. Yeah. yeah and all sorts of weird sweets that i would never consider like uh, uh. interesting with strange ingredients hmm. It's. I highly recommend people go check it out. Mm-hmm. You never. You might find something you like. Weird. I. I love going to different markets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And oh, yeah. so to move into the. <laughs> so this is the last thing that I noticed that I got wrong on that coffee episode was I was talking about coffee half life of or caffeine, that and I said it was like twelve hours. Not even close. It's actually five hours. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. So you could drink coffee at two, mm-hmm. and half of it will be gone by seven. Mm-hmm. But still, that's you got half that caffeine in your body at 7 p.m. So another five hours and the there's a quarter of it. So – or wait. No, I got that wrong. So I, I'm pretty sure I'm getting the math on this wrong. But it, the point is, is that by the time 10 o'clock rolls around, even if you stop drinking coffee at 2, you're still going to have caffeine in your system because it has a relatively – I mean, not, not like uranium or anything, but right. it's got kind of a longer half-life than other long. stuff. Well, I feel like it doesn't – isn't there some drug that goes through your system like within like uh, – I'm not going to say anything because I'm going to get Yeah, it we'll have to do another correction. We'll have to do another one. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure one day we'll come back and I'll have that question and I'll have that answer. Yeah. Yeah, we could do a whole episode on getting high. Because yeah. I was looking at like, you know, how uh, marijuana takes like uh, – 20 to like 30 days to get fully out of your system yeah, it takes a while like I think I anything think, fat soluble yeah. takes a long time and then i was i was where was i at oh i was at haskell and we were talking to this person who was looking at what drugs go through the sewage system in some town hmm. and so that's yeah. when they told me like the like how short like everything kind of goes through your body and i feel like maybe cocaine Maybe it goes like out through your body pretty fast. You know what? Back in the old, back in the old days when I was a meth head, I, met, I ran into some people that they were the, that was the reason they were doing meth mm. and cocaine. I mean, it was kind of sometimes it was coke, sometimes it was meth, but that was why they did that and didn't yeah. smoke weed because they could pee test. Easily, yeah. yeah, I think there's like some drugs that's like so. Yeah, the fact that coffee takes twelve hours, and I feel like there's some drugs that maybe be faster than that. Yeah. I want to look into that more. Huh. Yeah, we could have a. <laughs> High science. High science. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, coffee half life five hours, not twelve. Not twelve. And we'll put also we'll put the the sources for these corrections up on the show notes. So if you want to look into it any more, then uh, you can research some more on your own. Ooh, the next one is me. Oh yeah. <laughs> so this one comes out of the ethnobotany episode we released recently. Yes. So, I mean, technically. I wasn't wrong. No, you're but technically yeah, you're misinformed. I was misinformed, and these people were also misinformed. And somewhere down the line, nobody really checked, unless you're turtle, and then he immediately <laughs> knew that it was wrong. Well, I'm a I'm a geek for ancient <laughs> history, so I knew Hippocrates was pre Jesus. Pre Jesus, yeah. yeah. So this one, when I was talking about like the history of ethnobotany, there was a quote that was used by Hippocrates that said, let your, let your cure be your food and eat your medicines. Um, and they said that it was in 377 AD. Yeah. But he died 370 BC. 
Yeah, it's a long, it's almost a millennium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, I went and I checked their source, which is a book from 1995 um, called uh, William Bartum on the Southeastern Indians. Hmm. And he totally got... I couldn't find Hippocrates. it in the book. He got Hippocrates' birthday wrong. <laughs> he got him. But, so, yeah. So, now that we know, um, it was w- way before. Yeah. Do you prefer Hippocrates or Hippocrates? Hippocrates. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds just, me of uh, Bill and Ted because they went and kidnapped Socrate, oh Socrates. Did you see they're coming out with a third one? Yeah. I'm so excited. I know. That was <laughs> the excellent adventure one was definitely one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I love those two When collected, like, what was it? Napoleon... Then they got Joan of Arc, mm-hmm. Socrates, Socrates. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was another guy. Like there's there's somebody else. Uh, yeah, there was somebody else. Oh, Beethoven. Beethoven. They, yeah, they got, Beethoven they got Beethoven with his crazy hair and everything. <laughs> and so yeah, Hippocrates. Hippocrates. He was a he was a ancient around a long time ago, Ooh. before Alexander the Great's time. Which is crazy, just thinking about human history. Not even human history, but just let alone modern yeah. humans. What what really blows me away is the time between the Roman Empire mm-hmm. or the Roman Republic, or let's be more specific, the time between Julius Caesar and now is less time than between Julius Caesar and when the pyramids were built. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, so like the pyramids and the Egyptians were ancient to the ancients. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and to think that that period was the last time that Egypt actually had a like a ruler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they haven't been sovereign for thousands of years yeah. until like recently yeah. with decolonization and all that good stuff. And so Cleopatra it's... Cleopatra was it. Yeah, I, I think Which that's why... Crazy. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking like Chinese... They never really got fully occupied except for by the Mongolians mm. in the Yuan dynasty. And that didn't last that long. So the Chinese are the oldest, longest lived civilization that never got totally Dang. like conquered and wiped out. I mean, they've definitely had lots of turbulent times right. and they've had empires rise and fall, but their culture never really got erased like what happened with the egyptians and they got hellenized mm-hmm. by the greeks and they got conquered by the greeks and then the greeks but the greeks they loved egyptian culture so they kind of kept it alive well i feel like egyptians themselves would destroy their own histories from time to time yeah they, there's like definitely civil wars that happen and mm-hmm. i think that's some of the civil wars are what separate like the old kingdom from the new kingdom and mm-hmm. egyptian history is crazy that is like five thousand years of Stuff that we barely have a clue about. Right. And there's so much mythology built up around it. It's yeah. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, because I have to look into, like, history of, like, uses of aromatic plants and, like, just, just understanding what the Egyptians do. And it's crazy that they – all that stuff happened. I would love to do one because I – I can't remember where I was listening to this at. Um, but there's a book somewhere that talks about the – I think it's either five or seven women pharaohs mm. that have happened throughout their dynasties. It's super interesting. You should go check it out. I don't know what it is. It will be in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> when I find out. Yeah. And Cleopatra was the last of the pharaohs, mm-hmm. to, if I'm understanding that Yeah, correct. she was it. Because then 
Caesar, right? Yeah, that's when Octavian came in and basically annexed mm-hmm. or annexed, however you'd say that, the the kingdom. And somehow she, air quotes, killed yeah. herself. Yeah, and, and so Egypt was in a sovereign state for like the next 2,000 years. That's yeah, crazy. because after the Romans, then this, uh, then the Parthians, and then there was the Sassanids, mm-hmm. and then so it's just been a succession of empires that were not ethnically Egypt mm-hmm. Egyptian that have controlled that area for a long ass time, and then the British eventually, and in the 20th century they got their sovereignty again. The British just couldn't hang on, I guess. They couldn't hang on to India or the United States. Canada Canada and New Zealand and Australia, they kind of stuck with England for kind of till the end. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they they didn't have like a violent revolution like we did here. So it's a fascinating thing. And a little bit of a plug. We will actually be doing a whole series on revolutions. We will. And we're going to call it Revolution Science. And we're going to start (laughs) with fire. Which is kind of insane because that's super ancient. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's potentially millions of years ago that hominids started using fire. And it's crazy because it was million years ago and it's still practiced in a lot of communities around the world. Yeah, it's an important tool. It is. It's like in a lot of ways, besides our bodies, maybe it's like the first tool. Mm -hmm. Maybe. We'll we'll, uh, we'll, uh, get more in depth on that in the next episode. And so the very last one is again from ethnobotany that episode and at one point in there i said new york has like 12 million people but it turns out they got about eight and a half million that's still still a lot lot. yeah that's definitely a (laughs) lot that's seven million more people than the state of montana has yeah that's pretty (laughs) insane to think about that that so many people are in such a small area Mm -hmm. and it's cool though because in a lot of ways most of modern Life wouldn't be possible without the innovations that occur when people get so jam-packed like that. Right. Oh, my god. Because we, we share ideas. We, we ex- we're exposed to entirely new ways of thinking that in rural life, you just that just doesn't really happen. You kind of just stick to your crowd you, or your farm or your little village or whatever it is. We all kind of we click in a much more isolated way, I think, in rural communities compared yeah. to cities. We still have clicks, but they're much more... What's the word? The clicks play together more often. Oh my gosh. So I'm just Googling, but it's coming out to be crazy. Because I thought North Dakota and South Dakota had more people than Montana. But South Dakota has like 882,000. North Mm. Dakota has 760,000. Wyoming has 577,000. So that means that all those combined don't even equal... The number of people that are living in New York City. Wow! And also Even if you all the, all four Rhode of those Island. states. Yeah. Holy crap! <laughs> wow, we're pretty. I, there. I, I feel really Idaho fortunate too. now. Oh, let me look at Idaho because I bet you can throw Idaho in there too. Dang. Throw Idaho in there too because there's only 1.7 million people in Idaho. <laughs> yeah, that really puts into perspective how different giant empire type mm-hmm. states or huge, really sprawling countries are compared to small urban countries like the countries that surround the mediterranean or like are in the tropics they have so many more people than like russia for example Mm -hmm. and like canada 
<laughs> they barely have any people up there. Well, let's see. Population of we're going to do Canada. <laughs> like relative to the United States? I, I'm not sure. I'm curious how many people Canada has now. 37 million. Wow. I mean, we think that, oh, that's yeah. not very many, but well, really, that's yeah. still a shit ton of people. In the contrast, United States has 327 million. Mexico has 129 million. Whoa. China for the has, size, yeah. that's actually a lot that, for Mexico. That's a lot. Yeah, well, uh, you know, as you yeah. were talking about, as you get closer to the equator, you know, mm -hmm. China has 1.3 billion. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So does China have more people than India? I have a feeling that they do. Um. So 1.3 billion. Let's look at Population. Oh. 1.339 billion is India. Ah, uh, I knew they were close. Yeah, so China, just a little bit. Yeah, that trips just me out bit. that they're, they're actually really close to each other. Mm -hmm. But their cultures are like night and day, completely <laughs> different. And they have totally different histories. And and um, yeah, it's it's trippy that. Because I mean, the Chinese, and I, it makes sense. There's the Himalayas there, right? And then Southeast mm -hmm. Asia has got a lot of mountainous terrain and a lot of jungles and so it's man, I love how India was formed, though. Uh, it's with probably, the the uh, with Gandhi and all with, that. No, or? with like the collision of which oh, is how the yeah. Israel with like how India collided with it. Yeah, yeah. I it think was, that would be one of my favorite things of being able to be like. Uh, you ever seen that movie Time Machine, where he gets in the machine and but he can see the world passing yes. around him, and they, he ends up going like way in the future where he's like living with on the, the Morlocks. Side. Yeah. Those things are so creepy, man. Yeah, those are nuts. Uh, I would go to the Himalayas and watch the Himalayas form. Yes, I definitely. That would dude, be that pretty would epic, be amazing. And I would also watch Glacial Lake Missoula. First. Oh yeah, that would those be so two nuts. Would be like probably my top. <laughs> We're so nerdy, but those would be my top like <laughs> geographic yeah. like things that I'd want to see in my life. <laughs> huh? Out of all of them. Hmm. All right. Well, that's that's all the reflection, or that's all that's the corrections <laughs> we have for today. I think we reflected enough. Mm -hmm. And so, episode. like like a, like we said earlier, if you catch us slipping, call us out. We'd let love to hear it. Yeah, let yeah. us know how full of shit we are. Right. Oh, well, since we were going to talk about this next episode, but we can talk about it now because it's another thing I got wrong about the beaver or how I didn't know what it was. Someone actually did oh, email yeah. us yeah. and told us it was a groundhog. And literally the next day <laughs> after we told him, I saw one and I was like, I think it was Tommy. I was like, Tommy, what is that animal? He was like, oh, yeah, it's a groundhog. And I was nice. like, oh, that, that person. Yeah, we don't awesome. really have those over in Montana. We don't. Not that I know of. I've never seen them. <laughs> it was huge. And I was like, I have no idea what that was. I was so memorized. though. The yeah, whole they're like... Definitely like a kind of like a beaver mm -hmm. no without tail. a tail. Yeah. yeah, it was. They look nuts. So thank you to the person who corrected me because I was definitely thinking about that. Yeah, my roommate and I were at the Beaver uh, Beaver Lake Nature Center. I think it's called. It's mm. just a little bit northwest of here, and we were dinking around in uh, this area we weren't supposed to be in around these kayaks or something. And on our way back, we found. This little teeny mole. And we almost stepped on it. Oh, no. And we thought, oh, man, I wonder if someone stepped on it because it was right in the middle of the trail. Mm -hmm. And we just thought it was strange for it to be chilling there. And to, it looked fine. But it was weird because I've never I've never seen a mole before. And it was so yes. tiny. I thought it was a vole mm -hmm. at first because it was so small and it didn't really have like the tail like mm -hmm. a mouse. 
But then we looked and it had those has weird, weird claws. Yeah. And it looks almost diggers. like they're coming out of the side of its mm-hmm. body. And then when it moves, it, <laughs> like they it's like, like swimming. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they like push the ground. <laughs> it was so strange. And so, yeah, there's all sorts of creatures here that I've never seen in my life. And we just uh, need to, I guess you and I need to spend more time outside in New York. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's proving to be very eventful when we do. Mm, yeah. Cool. Well, with that being said, I think I want to go back outside for the rest of the day because it's it's kind of chilly, but it's been a very pleasant day so far. It is. And it happens to be six o'clock on Saturday. Oh, we have a late episode. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> so this is a little bit of an impromptu episode we decided to put out before the revolutions episode for many reasons. But I, I'd rather get this out of the way first. So in yeah. case we make a bunch of mistakes on revolutions, then we won't have a super long correction because yeah, this is going to be like probably like a 10 part series maybe. yeah at if, least i would think least, yeah yeah so we're we're putting a lot of effort into it and we're trying to make it i don't know different than any of our previous episodes mm-hmm. so yeah it's gonna be top notch and i'm re- i've so i've l- done a lot of research throughout my life in this subject mm-hmm. but kind of going back and reviewing all this information has been really enlightening because I've learned a few new things that I had no idea mm-hmm. about before. So exactly. it's, it's been fun. And Me too. I'm looking forward to sharing it with you guys. Oh yeah, it's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. So thanks for tuning in. And if you happen to catch any <laughs> anything we got wrong on this episode... <laughs> let us know. Yeah, let us know. It might have happened because we did wander a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the reflections aspect of it. <laughs> yeah. We correct... And then we reflect again. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, everyone. If you like the episode, make sure you go to our iTunes page and you leave us a review. Yes. Give us a like. Yes, and five stars. Five stars. Just because five stars. Just because you, you want to. If you don't like iTunes, you can also follow us on our social media pages. Oh, yeah, and you can drop a comment or leave a review on there, too. Yep, mm-hmm. and we also have a website. Yes, we do. <laughs> and it's a really cool one called IndianScienceShow.wordpress.com. But oh. if you'd like to just access our site directly from the place that hosts it, it's the same thing, but IndianScienceShow.podient.co. We would love to hear from you guys. Yeah. And Indian Science Show is spelled N-D-N-S-C-I-E-N-C-E-S-H-O-W dot wordpress dot com. Thank you for lending us your ears. And now you should go use your fingers and your eyes to go leave us a review. Yes.